Exactly where they want us now. Do me the honors and frame phones at home. My team beside me say, Baby, what really came upon us? Cause for the longest, I'm a catch us a baby cane. Then I'm couple hot as Rebecca wonders. You fell in love with a fake hype. Open lavish lifestyle, slay queen moves, boss chick. You just were serious what it tastes like. Me, I could deal with it back and forth. Now, so me pelt to the wooden grass. Some of my hate slice. 7,000 Instagram followers who pose the traffic. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Mr. James Carrington Podcast. This will be part two of episode number 51, in which I was talking about my recent trip to Ghana in the spirit of the year of the return. So, uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, so I decided this time around that, you know what? I wasn't gonna stay with family. I had three op. I, I had the. Uh, let me see. I had a couple of options if I wanted to stay with family this time, right? Um, my parents have a house in the in the place in Accra called uh, Bachona, and um, 
This is off of the infamous Spintex Road. Now, for those of you um, non-Ghanaians who are listening to this podcast, the Spintex Road is a road in Ghana which is infamous for its traffic. Okay, it's it has to be about from its inception to where it ends. It's probably going to be about maybe about five to six miles long. But when you're on it, in the thick of traffic, going from one end to the other, it feels like a hundred miles because you, you, you know the traffic is just so backed up and it takes you forever to go from one end to the other so anytime someone has to go do something around spintex road as 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 soon as the name spintex is invoked you know you just start getting anxiety because you're like god i'm gonna be in that goddamn road and i'm gonna be in there for so long and you know so if you plan on doing something that day and it's around spintex you got to go very early in the morning um, so that you can go get whatever you need to get the fuck done and then hurry back up to wherever you need to, you know, uh, to hurry, hurry back home or something, you know. Spintex Road is just notorious for that. And I'm not exactly sure how it became that way, but, you know, because the last time I was there, I was on it a couple times, you know. And you know, it's 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 uh, it, the traffic starts from uh, somewhere around the Accra Mall, and then it just slowly creeps its way up Spentex Road all the way down to, I believe it's um, what is that place called? Uh, it 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 ends somewhere in Tama Sakumono or something like that. I'm not really familiar with with Accra like that, so you know. But that is what it is with Spintex Road. And my 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 parents have a house. They built a house about. They started building about maybe it was completed in 2005. But I know they started building it prior to that. And so you know that house is there and it's always available for me to go live in you know there's nobody there but um but because of the spintex traffic and everything you know i was like i don't feel like living there besides it would be just me it doesn't have internet you know and um i didn't have a car you know i haven't had the means to ship a car down to ghana yet that i could use for myself so i was like "Eh, i don't know about that you know i made um the mistake of staying there by myself in 2007 uh when i went down there on a trip and there were times when i would just be home by myself just bored the fuck out of my mind because boredom and if you don't know i'm telling you this those of you who've never been those of you who've been my my fellow countrymen you already know this Ghana can be boring as hell, especially if you're coming from the West. Okay? Because you you're sitting at home, there is nothing to do. You if you don't have internet, if you don't live in an area which has like high speed internet, and places like that are very few, 
and far and in between and you have to rely on you know uh, the cell phone towers for your internet signal well you there are a lot of things that you can do you can stream YouTube you can stream many music apps you can't um, you can't stay online for extended periods of time because the internet is spotty and most of us know now that the the bulk of where we get our entertainment from is from the is from is, is from the internet it's online you're either watching if you're here in the west you're in america you're in britain you're in germany wherever you know you come home from work you're tired or you're at home on a saturday or whatever you know and you want some entertainment you can watch regular cable tv right you can you can watch your your soccer games or whatever but let's say you're not in the mood for soccer let's say because there's play or you're not in the mood for sports because there's plenty of soccer games and sports games on Ghanaian television that's the one thing I noticed when I was down there they were always watching soccer it's always soccer it's always Premier League there's so much fucking Premier League on all the channels. It's like, God, how many, how much soccer can you possibly watch before it starts to get, you know, um, boring? But um, so yeah, so if you're here in the West, you know, you 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 have options, you know, because and your internet is always there. So if you decide to switch from cable-based entertainment, you don't want to watch your television. Your cable television or your satellite, you know, based your Dish Network based television. You, the next place you go to is the internet because there you can watch your Netflix, you can watch your YouTube, you can watch your Amazon Prime, you can watch your Hulu, you can watch your Voodoo, you can watch your Stars, you can watch your HBO, you can watch your Cinemax, you can watch your Showtime. I mean, the options are endless. The options are endless and there is something for everybody. Whatever your taste is, you can find. You understand? And if you're not in the mood for television, if you don't want to watch television or you want to do something else for entertainment, right? You can just go to a bar. And I'm not talking about in Ghana there are bars and then there are joints, right? I'm not talking about a joint. I'm talking about a bar, a real sports bar. There are so many of them. You can go to whichever one. Just go or a pub. Go sit there, watch some TV over there, have some beers over over there, and just relax. Do whatever. And if you don't want to do that, you can go. The amount of entertainment, the amount of ways to entertain yourself, the options are just limitless in the West, particularly in America. I don't know about Europe, because Europe be looking fucked up sometimes, you know, Um, but America, you know, America provides you with just mind-numbing options of entertainment. And so it is very hard for those of us who live in America sometimes when we go uh, to Ghana to not get bored because, first of all, like you take someone like me, when I go to Ghana, I don't watch Ghanaian television. I just cannot watch Ghanaian television, whether it's the local news 
or it's the foreign news or it's whatever kind of drama a can drama or or whatever drama they're talking about on the or they're showing on there or them useless telenovelas that they've been showing on there that the, the young girls like so much I, I just can't watch Ghanaian television you understand and so the the only option for me now when I go to Ghana and I and I want to be entertained um, in my free time and it's not entertainment based on being around people is I have to be able to I have to get access to the internet and I have to and then and, and it can't just be just regular internet it has to be high-speed internet because I, I, I want to listen to music without it sputtering and oh I want to watch a show I just want to watch a movie you know just like if I was at home in America just turn around in my bed turn on the TV go to Netflix and watch a full movie a full-length movie without any interruptions now you can do that in Ghana but like I said the number of places where you can do that is very limited because the number of places in Ghana that has high-speed broadband internet is limited is mostly relegated to Accra for the most part and even within Accra, you have to be in certain areas. And the area that I was in, because of the hotel, the area that I was in, Jowulu, has high-speed internet. When you drive around Accra, you will see the signs telling you which places have high-speed internet and all that stuff. Um, so, that was a very big determination or determining factor in, in, in where I wanted to to spend the majority of my vacation this time around because as I alluded to earlier in previous years when I would go to Ghana I would either go stay at my parents house in Jowulu and there'd be nothing to do there especially in the afternoon when as everybody is at work and it's all dry there's just this dryness that settles upon you and you're just they're just freaking bored out of your mind you're just sitting there if you don't have maybe you know a young lady to entertain you or some friends over having beers or or whatever you're just sitting there you turn on the tv and then you can watch a soccer game or you can watch Ghanaian politicians talking about some nonsense or you can you can watch some some drama on TV some TV drama it, it, it's just there's nothing to do and then you think to yourself okay maybe I should go out if you don't have a car you're stuck if you have a car that's fine you can, you can go out you know but then you also got to think about the traffic and you sit there and you're like god damn do I really want to go get in this traffic just so I can go to a crime mall or go to wherever just to relax like so so you know with all these things in mind when I found that hotel based off of the recommendation of the friend that I went with because he had been to Ghana the year prior and he discovered the hotel um, I was like oh this is nice you know find a hotel uh, free Wi-Fi high-speed internet there is a pool 
There are amenities over there. There's good food. I, I don't even have to leave the hotel to eat. Everything that I could possibly need is right there. And so that, you know, that that caused a paradigm shift in my mind. And I'm, I was like, you know, this time around when I go, I'm not going to live with, with family. Uh, because if I live with family, they can't do much for me. I can't do much. Okay. I had options. I could have I could have gone to live in my parents' house, like I said. Or I could have gone to my aunts. I have an aunt and uncle in Tema. In community, what is it? Some place called Golf City. I don't remember the community 18 or something. You know, their house is nice and all, but they don't have internet. And uh, the same dryness is there because I would, uh, you know, come the afternoon, they're both retired. I know there would be nothing to do except to sit there and we would just, I would just be staring at them. And they'd be staring at me and we'd be trying to have a conversation. And I know I would be bored out of my mind like, oh God, I want to be around some young people. I want to be around some some you know some some young good-looking females and i want to be around so i just want to be around some action you know not just sitting here talking about grown-up stuff i i i i I left america to come on vacation so i wouldn't have to talk about business and family and grown-up stuff i just want to have fun right so that was my other option or i could have gone to a place called Pokwase to go live with an aunt of mine and Pokwase would be (laughs) or I could have gone to the eastern region to this little town where I grew up in called Suhum I could have I could have gone up there and um, let's just let let me just put this in perspective for you so I, I grew up in Suhum right now Suhum is a small town Suhum is not a city Suhum is a small town Now if you think I was complaining About parts of Accra Which is the capital of the country Not having high speed internet Just imagine me talking about Or just try to think of Suhum Which is a small town Out in the middle of nowhere Right There is no high speed internet The high speed internet infrastructure has not reached there yet and probably won't reach there for another 20 years right <laughs> so 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 soon basically even though i have aunts and uncles that are still living there soon is not a place where i could i could stay unless you know unless we were all there and when i say all of us i meant the whole family maybe we all ascended in ghana for the christmas and we all were down there because it happens when we all go down me my brother my mom you know my wife we've done that before we're all there it's more fun when we're all there maybe during the christmas holidays and we're all there because you have that human element there right 
and you don't you don't really need television you don't really need all you need is someone to to bring up their bluetooth speaker connected to their their cell phone and start playing some good music you have some beers around you know and you know you flirt with the little girls and you know the young ladies in the town and you meet up with old uh old friends and stuff like that that's when it's fun but if 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 you go as a solo uh you know you go solo like i did again i would be in a situation where it would be just be me and my my older much older aunts and uncles and we would all just be sitting around in a circle and they'd be asking me the same shit over and over and over and over again and I'd be bored out of my mind and as a matter of fact so because of that when I went to Ghana I went to Sumum but I only stayed there for one night one night I mean I was in such a hurry to get the fleek out of there <laughs> I did not even get to see one of my uncles it was so bad I jetted out of there so quickly the next day it was on our way back to Accra. I asked my cousin Bernice. I was like, "Oh, uh, how is Uncle So and So doing?" <laughs> she was like, "Oh man, you didn't go. You didn't get to go see you." I was like, "No, I did not." <laughs> but I left him some money, so I think he'll be cool. <laughs> you understand? So there is there is definitely um, when I said you know the the, the the a trip to Ghana or to Africa I can speak for all Africa I can speak for Ghana I can speak for Nigeria too because my wife is Nigerian and I've been to Nigeria but let's for the sake of this discussion keep it relegated to Ghana right like I said a summary of a trip to Ghana can be can be broken down into three things the good the bad the ugly now the bad the bad is what I'm describing now that lack of entertainment that lack of you know accessibility to to um, non-social entertainment okay and when I say non-social entertainment, I mean, I mean entertainment where you entertain yourself by yourself. You don't necessarily want a human, you know, that human interaction. You just want to be by yourself. You just want to, you know, just watch some Netflix or just be by yourself, relaxing, watching TV mostly or reading or, you know, that thing is not there. It's lacking. You understand? It's lacking. Be just because of one thing. Because of the lack of high speed access to the internet. Very, very important. Very, very important. There are so many places in Ghana that even if you were... Even if, even if someone were to tell me, Hey man, James, we, we have like 10 acres of land we're going to sell to you for... $500 and it was out in the middle of I don't know somewhere and I realized that you know uh, 
this sounds like a very cheap I mean I, I probably would buy it but I wouldn't build anything on it I wouldn't live there because the first thing that would come to mind would be okay so I just bought this great piece of huge huge estate right but the nearest city or the nearest biggest town that I can think of is 10 miles away and that is where they have anything that could be considered quote-unquote fast-speed internet so in order for me to even have high-speed internet and this property that I have acquired only God knows how long it's gonna take okay even if even if the the phone companies even if the telecommunication companies are ready to pull you know the the broadband wires and fibers to my property so that I can have that do you know the amount of money I would have to pay it would be in the thousands of dollars you understand and so it's a logistical problem right there a logistical problem so that was you know one of the things that I had in the back of my mind when I was going down there, I was like, listen, man, when I get there, I'm letting family know, look, I'm not staying with y'all because, and, and the, because they all kept asking, oh, why are you not coming to stay with us? And, oh, why you gotta be in a hotel? And, oh, and I knew that if I didn't give them a good, legitimate answer, they would hold that against me forever because they would start to think that maybe I was I was being bougie or I was being distant and you know in a way it was kind of half and half in a way I was kind of being bougie and a little bit distant you understand what I'm saying because like I said you know my aunts and aunties and they were all older people I didn't want to spend my time around older people okay I, I wanted to spend time around young people okay like my age and younger so I, I i just told him you know what yeah i'm coming to ghana it's on a business trip yeah this is this is this is purely business it's like like 90 percent business 10 percent personal so i need access i need to be in a place where there's always internet and it's fast blazing fast and <clears throat> you know and i can i can do stuff on the computer and stuff so as soon as i said that that shut them down right that shut down they would ask oh why don't you want to come to us as soon as i said that they were like oh oh okay okay we understand we understand <laughs> you, you know you can't do something like that here in the west you know it doesn't even matter if you're here in america let's say you you uh you live in i don't know a place like new york and you decide to visit your relatives down south in alabama somewhere it doesn't matter how rural of uh, uh, a place that, you know your your relatives live down south Alabama it doesn't matter you would go there and they would still have high speed internet access so you can't even use that excuse here you see and that is the difference between between a place like America and Ghana you know in Ghana when they say rural they mean rural you know in America or in Britain or in Germany or wherever if they say rural yeah it it will look rural it, it won't look you know urbane or urban or it won't look metropolitan it will look countryish 
but you can still get those basic amenities that make life so much easier now those those little luxuries you know that you you are you are used to in the big city you can still get them in the rural parts uh, of the country if you live in the west however you go to Africa and when they say rural they mean rural we mean rural you know so that was that I was like you know what that's I, I kept just I just kept telling them no I, I, I gotta you know I need you know and, and to an extent that was true too because you know um, when I was there you know I, I would check my, my stock portfolio I would check the stock market to do to see how the stocks were doing and if I had to execute trades I would do that but I, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was in living in Pokuasi or whatever you know I execute a trade and the internet is, is lagging and next thing you know the trade doesn't execute or it executes two hours later and I'm losing money you can't afford to take that chance you see so so that was that so you know um, ended up in the hotel and it was great uh, the, the, the first night I got there I got there my cousin came, we went in, as soon as I, I got in, I took a long hot shower, oh man, it felt so good, and then I started looking for some real food, because after, you know, you've been on the plane for 10 hours, and they give you that bullshit ass plain food, I wanted some real food, so the first thing I told my cousin was, you know, we need to go downstairs, and the first thing I need to do is I'm looking for some kebabs, okay? I'm looking for some chichinga, you know what I'm saying? And for my Western counterparts or for my American friends, well, kebabs are just what we call kebabs over here, okay? Kebabs, you know, just skewers of uh, meat and chicken and stuff. So we, we went downstairs to the lobby uh, of the hotel that we're in and... Um, of course, we, we placed our order. Uh, well, the the waitress said they didn't have um, they didn't have kebabs. I'm sitting like, how can you not have kebabs? How can you not have kebabs? Anyway, I was like, whatever. So then I asked her for um, I think I asked her for yams, yams and 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 um, and kontomri, right? Spinach stew for my American counterparts. So the young lady, she's like, okay, you know, she took, she takes the order. My cousin and I are sitting there. My cousin orders a, I order what? What did I order? A glass of wine. My cousin orders um, uh, some type of fancy drink, you know, one of them girly type drinks. And we're sitting there, so we're sitting there. It's like ten minutes turns into 15 minutes and we're talking we're talking next thing we know 15 minutes turns into 20 minutes and i'm like okay this is starting to get ridiculous then the the waitress comes to us actually no she was walking past us and we called her we're like yo where is the food she's like oh oh yeah about that <laughs> she was like yeah about that um uh, something about the machine. The, the, what did she say again? The 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 oven or something. Something that was used in preparing the food. Obviously, 
was was not working, so they were trying to fix that. They were trying, they were trying their best to fix it so that they could they could get it cracking. And at that point, I was so hungry. I'm sitting there like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So you mean to tell me you haven't even peeled the yams? You know, you haven't even, you know, and and you, when were you gonna tell us this? Like an hour from now? So I told her. I said, "You know what?" Um, think I ordered something else but then I changed my mind and I told her you know what don't worry about it we'll, we'll just go get something to eat so my cousin and I left and um, we you know and in Ghana you know no, no I mean Ghanaians you, all, you already know you know nighttime there's food vendors all over the place right and they're set up right by the roadside and stuff so we went out uh, to some, there was, there was this junction there, and there was like this um, restaurant slash bar slash spot. We went in there. I asked, I'm like, do you guys have kebab? They're like, no, we don't have kebab. I'm like, since when did kebab become so hard to find? And not only was I looking for kebab, I was just, I was looking for Killy Willy too, right? And again, for my American uh, listeners, Killer Willy is is basically plantains, what you call plantains, right? They're plantains. They're like huge bananas, and and they uh, they've been chopped up into little pieces, and they've been glazed with like spices and stuff, and they fry them, and it's a delicacy. It's very delicious. It's hot and spicy. You take one bite of that thing and. You know, it just fills your mouth up with flavor and spiciness, right? So I was looking for both kebab and kili willy, which back growing up in the day in Ghana, those were like very common to find items at night. Okay, you, you usually wouldn't even find them during the daytime. It was at night that most traders would, would come out with these things and and hawk hawk them on the streets. You know, and you'd go, you'd get your killer willy and your kebab, and you'd be good for the night. Well, it took us a while to find a spot that had the killer willy, and they were right there. They were not too far from the hotel. And um, so we went, sat down, they were, man, Ghana, man, I'm telling you. It was like, it was like right there on the street, like on the side of the street, okay? right there on the side of the street so you have the street your the table was set up on the basically if he if you were in the west um think of it this way think of it like you're walking (laughs) think of it as you set up a table to sell food on the sidewalk okay and you know how, like here in Britain or in in the U.S. or wherever, you know, you, you know the sidewalk. There's there's you know there's a, a, a gutter under this, but it's covered. It's not open, right? Well, back home, you know, the gutters are they're open. There's like open gutters. So, but the table is right there next to the open gutter. You can smell. You can smell the gutter and everything, but that's just how it is. And it's right there. So basically, 
there's the gutter you're setting there the, okay there's the road and then there's the gutter right the gutter makes up the the border of the road all right and you're sitting right next to the gutter almost like in the in the street you're sitting in the street really so you're sitting there relaxing and all you're sitting there you, you can think to yourself is i hope to god some driver some drunk driver does not come speeding through here because if he does and he loses control basically he's going to kill all of us and these sort of things i'm not pulling them out of my ass these sort of things happen people lose control and they'll just run their car into people that happen to be sitting by the side of the road or you know uh walking by the side of the road just having a good time or whatever these things happen in Ghana all the time and i can attest to it because uh my best friend when i was in high school my best friend uh was killed by uh, in such an incident okay he was killed in such an incident and the car hit him supposedly uh, it was at night time, obviously, poor lighting, because again, this is Africa we're talking about, and he was, um, it, it, it hit him and he, he went and fell somewhere, okay, somewhere dark, and I guess people didn't notice that he was over there. He could have been alive if they had gotten to him in time, but by the time they got to him, I guess, you know, the damage was done, and um, he fought for his life for a couple of days in the hospital, and he succumbed to his injuries. So, this is real. What I'm telling you now, this it's a thing thing, okay? But, um, you know, sometimes you just think, you know what, I'm not trying to think about all the inherent dangers that surround me right now. You know, I just wanna, I just wanna eat this killy willy and this, uh, uh, what call it, um, this kebab that I, I just ordered, right? So then, yeah. So I wasn't even thinking about all that. I was like, you know what? I, right now, I, I just landed. This is what I wanna do. I'm just gonna do it. Whatever, whatever. And um, so that was it for the first night. It was good. We spent a couple uh, hours out, my cousin and I, and then uh, we came back to the hotel and figured, you know, we'll see what the next day brings. And um, and that was it. So that was it for the first day that I landed. And. Um, and so I, I, you know, I had, I had 13 more days to go, and uh, so I was, I was, I was looking forward to it. I slept good that first night, and uh, oh, before I slept, though, I had to, I had to call the wifey, and you know, I had to do the, the FaceTime thing and talk to them and see how they were doing, and you know, I had already, I had just landed, but then I had just started, and I started missing my kids and my wife already, and, um, but it was, it was, it was, uh, it was good, it was good, I was just happy that I was, I was in the motherland, the weather was not bad, you know, it was light, and the hotel was nice, you know, the amenities were nice, everything was nice, so I, I, I started to dig in, I started to dig in, 
and see where uh, the journey would take me, right? So, so we're gonna take a quick musical break, and when I when we come back from the musical break, when I come back, I will talk about maybe my next uh, week or the next three days, and then we'll take another break, talk about the following days after that. You know, that's the format that I'm. I was trying to do it day by day, but I realized I've forgotten a lot of things, so I'll just try to, you know, compartmentalize them in like three, four day uh, batches, okay? Um, So let's do it that way. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this musical break. Maybe I'm barely alive Maybe you've taken my shit for the last time Yeah Maybe I know that I'm drunk Maybe I know you're the one Maybe I'm thinking it's better if you drive Not too long ago I was dancing 
the dollars No, it's really real if I let you meet my mama You don't want a girl like me, I'm too crazy But every other girl you meet is too gazy I'm sure them other girls were nice enough But you need someone to spice it up So who you gonna call? Cardi, Cardi Come and rev it up like a Harley, Harley Why is the best food always forbidden? I'm coming to you now doing 20 over the limit The red light, red light, stop I don't play when it comes to my heart, let's get it though I don't really want a white horse in a carriage I'm thinking more white horses and carriage I need you right here cause every time you fall I play with this kitty like you play with your guitar Cause girls like, girls like you Guys like me cause I'm down when I come through I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah Girls like you, love all of you Me do what I want when I come through I need a girl Welcome back, welcome back. I hope you guys were enjoying that brief musical break. So, you know, as I was saying before the break, you know, I just landed, you know. You know, my cousin went downstairs, got something to eat, you know, came back to the hotel and whatnot. So the following day, um, the following day is when my, uh, my friend arrived. Remember you guys, I had said earlier that I went down there with a friend of mine. So, my friend, um, his flight, actually, wait, he, no, I got there on a Thursday, he was supposed to get there on a Friday, right, or, or did I get there, no, no, I think, no, I got there on a Friday, um, he was supposed to get there on a Saturday, but his flight got delayed and he ended up getting there on a Sunday instead. So Saturday night, you know, um, Saturday morning while well, when I woke up, you know, I started making phone calls, you know, letting letting a select group of people know that I had arrived and stuff, you know. And um, that's so when I talk about the good, the bad and the ugly, again, this is one of the the bad aspects of Ghanaian life you know that I don't particularly care for again it all boils down to communication remember how I said internet at first so basically internet and communication is the same thing right the phone service is just atrocious I mean the phone service is atrocious now <clears throat> When I when I when I left the states to go there, I use AT and T here in the states. So I call AT and T up. I said, "Look, man, I'm going down there to Ghana. I need international. I need your 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 international roaming plan because I had heard from people earlier. I mean, I knew there was an international plan." But five years ago when I went to Ghana, I think the one that I signed up for was on some bullshit. Because we were there for five weeks. I got two $700 bills back to back. And then it finally tapered out to my regular, um, you know, my regular monthly bill. <clears throat> so this time around, I was like, nah, 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 you know, I ain't trying, I ain't with that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So I called AT&T up, they were like, for $120, they would give me 
three gigabytes i think so i was like yeah okay i mean three gigabytes i don't think i'm gonna exceed three gigabytes because you know uh if the if the hotel has um internet you know i'm gonna use the wi-fi and whatnot so so i was like cool i signed up for it there were all these rules and regulations incoming calls was not free but outgoing was just some complicated bullshit but anyway but i had i had a, a strategy in place i was like okay i told the wifey and i told my uh my workers you can call me at any time because you know when it comes to family and when it comes to my business you know i didn't want there to be any uh impediment okay i didn't care how much the the, the call was gonna cost i'm like just go ahead and call me but if it was on some frivolous shit you know just don't call me or use whatsapp so I told the wifey, the, the wifey, I just told her, just call me. Don't even, you know. Of course, she, she you know, she was a, she's a sensible woman, you know. And she tried to um, use WhatsApp most of the times. But, so I signed up for the international roaming. I get down there. And the way the international roaming works, for those of you who don't have extensive travel knowledge... So you get down there and AT&T or whoever you use in your in your you know where you live reside they have agreements with the local communications uh, companies down there so mine AT&T is supposedly paired up with a company called Airtel Tigo now they used to be two different companies Airtel and Tigo and they both sucked when they were uh, separate entities okay because back in the day I had used both of them and they both sucked in terms of coverage so imagine two sucky forest forces uh, or two sucky entities joining forces right and that's what they gave me they gave me air. as soon as I landed the plane first I turned my phone on I realized they had switched it switched to MTN, which is one of the biggest guys down there. And then it just went to Airtel Tigo. So I'm sitting there like, you've got to be kidding me, man. Airtel Tigo was so bad. I mean, I, there, were, there were places where I had five bars and yet the call wouldn't go through. <laughs> I'm looking at the phone. It says five bars on the phone and yet the call would not go through so i was forced to start using my cousin's phone number i mean my cousin's phone you know and i i, I had to give people her phone number like listen if you need to get in touch with me call my cousin's phone and that was one of the things that necessitated my cousin being with me all the time you know i didn't need that aggravation <laughs> but anyway so um, yeah, you know, I was making calls, trying to call as many people as I could, and uh, the call wouldn't go through, and and also the hotel, from what my friend told me, um, because he went there last year, they, they give you phones, right, 
they, they actually give you a free cell phone that you can use there you can make local calls you can call the United States Nigeria South Africa and Great Britain supposedly that those were the rules well they gave me the phone and the phone for some reason could not charge past 25% <laughs> for some reason we charged the phone all night we woke up the next morning and it was at 25%. I kid you not. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's better than nothing. So I was, I started using that. The first two hours, it was cool. It would make me dial out and everything. And then it just stopped. So apparently, that was a no-show either. So communications is, you know, just trying to communicate with people and, and trying to establish you know dates and places and avenues to meet up and stuff there was no joke you know it was it was it's not like here where you just you know you roll over in your bed and you're texting you're emailing and you're watching netflix at the same time on one smart device and all three functions will run seamlessly and effortlessly no 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 not down there no 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 and so that is one of the bad aspects. When it comes to the good, the bad, and the ugly, that's one of the bad ones. Communication. Because the infrastructure, the infrastructure is just not there. I mean, it's there, but it's not enough. And it makes you wonder. You're like, you take the city of Accra, right? The city of Accra, I mean, compared to a major city like New York or Boston or I don't know um, a major metropolitan city in the United States Accra is not it's big but it's not that big and you figure how many cell phone towers will it take right how many cell phone towers have to be in Accra have to be strategically placed in Accra for phone calls to be just smooth and you know not get dropped how many how many cell phone towers do you need probably not a lot i mean seriously i i'm, I'm not a communications engineer or anything like that but i would think that just based on you know square footage um accra you know the accra tema nungua you know region just even just greater accra maybe about five cell phone towers or let's say 10 cell phone towers should be able to do the job and everyone should be able to have or make good clear quality phone calls and have good internet but for some reason that's not the case that's not the case so and like i said if it comes to you know you can always say well maybe I'll, I'll just stay at home and I'll use my Wi-Fi well if you don't have broadband in your neighborhood because the fibers haven't been laid there yet they don't reach they don't extend to where you live especially if you live in the outliers of Accra well you're shit out of luck you gotta depend on the same freaking fucking incompetent useless cell phone towers you dig? I mean, how can your phone show five bars and the call does not 
go through like how, how is that even possible but anyway that is that is the reality so anyway so all morning I was making phone calls you know some calls went through fine others were janky um, but you know it was a good feeling that I was talking to people letting them know that I had arrived you know some people I didn't tell I had arrived I was I was still communicating like I was here in the States but there were some very uh, uh, what should I say significant people that I needed to get in touch with and I got in touch with them so the plans uh, when it was all said and done by Saturday afternoon you know I already had plans for Saturday night you know uh, my, my man Doche was was uh, was gonna come pick me up um, and we were gonna go to uh, supposedly there was some some club or whatever and you know he said he had some female friends and they wanted to you know they, they wanted to see me or, or whatever hang out with us I should say so Saturday you know got dressed and uh, you know my man scooped me up scooped me and my cousin up my cousin my female cousin actually had said a friend of hers was also throwing a party somewhere in Nungwa so then you know I'm over there I'm trying to be greedy right I'm like okay um, my man is bringing some females here so we're gonna go to the, to the club and chill but then my female cousin's friend is throwing her birthday party and I know there's gonna be a lot of females there too right so you know I'm sitting there like damn man maybe I should go to the one with the you know the birthday party or maybe I should just go to the club again at the end of the day it all boiled down to logistics I had to think about all the traffic that I was gonna sit in to go all the way to Nungwa from Jowlu right um, whilst the the club where you know my man was taking me was maybe at most at most 20 minutes away even with traffic you know so I I, I opted for the less stressful one <laughs> so we you know he picked me up we went to go pick the, the young ladies up and they came with us we went to the club club was uh, it was interesting I, it, it, <laughs> this one there was a lower level there was an upper level and you know first of all we got there the music was so loud I'm like because you know the speakers just huge gargantuan speakers they had them and believe it or not people are sitting right next to the speakers I'm sitting there like damn homie I mean your ears are gonna start bleeding out by the time you leave here how you gonna sit so close to the speaker the speaker's so fucking loud but hey you know people didn't seem to mind we went upstairs to chill with the ladies you know and uh we were, you know we were having a good time eating kebabs and whatnot you know and um you know that's when I noticed that one of the females that was sitting next to me I started talking to her and you know she you know she wasn't she wasn't bad looking she wasn't bad looking all, all three of them weren't bad looking at all you know um, but you know I was talking to her the one closest to me and I'm like man no this 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 young lady here you know if she could 
she has natural, you know, she's naturally good looking and whatnot. You know, and she's trying to make conversation and small talk and shit. But why in God's name is her breath kicking like that? Mm, 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 mm. Like, why the hell? Didn't anyone tell this lady it is not nice for your breath to be kicking like that? Oh my god. I mean, her breath damn near almost melted the whole side of my face, man. Oh, man. And you know, I didn't have any mints or gum with me at the time. You know, I could have just, you know, slid a couple to her. Like, hey, man, look here, girl. Just chew on this because right now you're killing me. Whoo! You know, so that was kind of like a turn off right there, you know, because I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm talking to a motherfucker and they then their breath starts kicking, mm, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm someone who I'm very conscious of what my breath smells like. I always try to make sure that my breath is on point, you know, and so, you know, like, you know how like there are different levels of breath kicking? Like there's, there, there, there are what I call acceptable levels, and then there's somewhere the breath is kicking, right? But it's not like it's not like an offensive type of kicking, you know what I'm saying? And you can deal with it. But then there's somewhere it's like it almost feels like you can smell mucus, right? Because it's coming straight from their lungs. And you don't know if maybe they have some type of mouth infection or they have some type of upper respiratory tract infection, right? That's the worst. When you can smell that mucus that's sitting in their chest. Mm. God, that is such a turn off. You know? And then some people's breath just smells like there's a dead mouse in their mouth or something. But this girl's breath was, I don't even know how to describe it. So I, I had to step away for a minute. And thank God, thank God that when I stepped away, I got a phone call. What's up, baby girl? The pizza is on its way, okay? It should be here in like two minutes. It'll be here in two minutes, okay? Two minutes. Yes, and that's why I ordered you pizza, so it'll be here in two minutes. Pardon the interruption, y'all. Do you want to say hi? You want to say hi? Say hi. Say hi. Hi. That's my baby girl, y'all. The pizza is coming, okay? Two minutes, it'll be here, alright? Hold on, y'all. Anyway, sorry about that, guys. I had to, uh, the kids' pizza came in, so I had to go, uh, organize that for them. But anyway, what was I, um, what was I even talking about? Can't even remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. People's breath kicking and shit. <clears throat> so, yeah. But, um, so I, I, I stepped away and then I got a phone call, right? So I got a phone call from this, um, doctor friend of mine. And, um, you know how in life, so in life, everybody has that one friend that no matter what is going on, right? No matter what is going on, that one friend of yours just knows how to have a good time, right? That friend of yours 
just knows how to have a party. He is the life of the party. It doesn't matter. You could be down in the dumps. You could be depressed. You could have lost a loved one. <coughs> you know, you could have gone home and found your wife cheating on you. Or your husband cheating on you or something. Some way, somehow, that friend of yours will find a way to put a smile on your face. Because they just know how to party. Because they know all the places where the party is going to be at. <coughs> they have all the connections to make having a good time possible, right? They, they just do. That's just They're just the life of the party, literally. So this doctor friend of mine, let's just say he's one of those people, right? So he calls me up. He's like, yeah, man. Because I had already told him even before I left the States that I was coming down. So I call, he calls me up. He's like, yo, 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 where you at, man? Where you at? I'm like, man, I'm out here, you know, with my boy, you know, and, um, and these females and we at this spot it's not really popping off but it's he was like yo yo fuck all that fuck all that you need to come meet me at um what was the name of that club honeysuckle i think it's called yeah it, it it's not a club per se it's more like a pub where when you walk in it looks like a pub but anyway so he was like yeah it, it, it's saturday night it's karaoke night and when he told me karaoke, I'm like, man, I don't know about no karaoke, man. I ain't trying to go sing lyrics to some song. Like, how is that even going to be popping off? But anyway, I was like, well, I guess anything beats what we're doing now, right? So, he told me to meet him up there. Now, <laughs> Dude, this friend of mine is crazy, man. Even before he told me... To meet him up there. Supposedly he had arranged for these two females to go over there, right? Now apparently they had been sitting there for a long time, maybe about two hours waiting for his ass and waiting for because he had told him, you know, a friend of his had just come from the States and you know we were gonna come show them a good time, so <laughs> <laughs> so the girls they were the young ladies were already there you know <clears throat> they were already there waiting for my man and I to show up so then you know my man calls me and he's like yo but listen the the girls said they're they're uh, they're getting ready to leave right because they're pissed off they're pissed off that they've been sitting there for so long so I need you to call one of them and he gave me the number call her and tell her something and again what he was trying to communicate to me he kept breaking up because of the bad reception so you see this is one of those critical moments in time where you being able to hear someone clearly is 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 uh is needed it's critical this could be some life or death situation and if it's a life or death situation and the phone is breaking up well someone could die something serious could happen you understand so he was he was trying to communicate something to me he said I should tell them something and, you know the, the 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 reception was so bad 
I couldn't make out what he was saying. Either way, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to stress myself about it. I tried calling the girls. They picked up. I couldn't hear what they were saying. I, uh, it was just... I was like, fuck it. I don't even give a shit. We're just going to go. So we ditched the first group of girls. You know, we told them, you know, um, that we had to go or whatever. So they left. And then we went over, me, my cousin, and my man, the Doach man, went over to Honeysuckle. And I, I met my doctor friend over there. And I'm telling you, man, whoo, talk about having a good time, man. Talk about having a good time just on the second day of the vacation. <laughs> oh, man. You know, met my man in the parking lot, exchanged hugs and pounds, you know. And then we proceeded as you proceed to give you what you need. Anyway, we proceeded to go to Honeysuckle and we went up in there. And let me tell you, as soon as we walked up in there, man, the place was already lit as fuck. Okay? I mean, DJ was spinning some hot tracks. People over there just... You know, it was a, first of all, there was a lot of ladies in there. Okay, it's always very important. You gotta have a uh, a favorable male to female ratio. Mm -hmm. Okay, and by that I mean there has to be at least two females to every male. Can't walk up in no place that's supposed to be a a, a party and there's all meatballs everywhere. Okay, can't do that. Mm -mm -mm. No, I will walk right out. So we walked in, you know, it was it was females everywhere, you know, looking good and whatnot. And it, it, the place was kind of packed, but it was like, it was one of those, it's, it's packed, but you don't care. You could still find a spot, right? And my man being my man, like I told you, he's a doctor and he knows a lot of people. He knew somebody that was, that worked over there and not just like a, a, a server or a waitress or a waiter. This was some lady who worked there who was in managerial in a managerial position. So the lady immediately secured us like a table, right? So we sat down. Next thing I know, uh, they bring in this big ass draft. <laughs> it's like a kegger type thing. <laughs> filled just filled with beer. So I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down now. So they brought the kegger over. We started pouring out drinks. Then we got to ordering the food. And I don't know what, oh my God. Talk about <laughs> excess debauchery, man. So, you know, usually when those of us who live, who live abroad, when we, when we go down there, you know, it takes a while for us to adjust to the prices of things down there because we're bringing, you know, foreign currency, we're melting it, and it's a lot when you melt it, right? So, you, you don't usually, especially if it's not something that you go all the time, right? You you gotta first calibrate your um you know your what what's the word I'm looking for? You gotta have a sense for how what what the prices of food items are, okay? Because if you don't, you might end up over ordering something. You, you see, um, I remember back in '92, one time my mom. This is when I was still in Ghana, and my mom came to visit. And she took us out 
and it was nighttime. It was me, her, my brother, and my mom's niece. And we went out to go get Killy Willy, right? Killy Willy, for those of you who don't remember, is that plant, that spicy plantain thing I was talking about. This is for my American listeners. Um, and so my mom, you know, of course, she hadn't been living in Ghana for almost 12 years or whatever. So she, she, she's been there a couple of days and she thinks she has an idea of what the prices of things go for. So then we, we walk up to the lady who's selling the Killy Willy and she's like, yeah, give the kids, um, give the kids like 20 Ghana CDs worth of Killy Willy. And right then and there, my mom's niece myself and my brother just burst out laughing and the lady who was selling the killing with it was just looking at my mom like really <laughs> because the amount you know to my mom that amount was like nothing right but that was enough to feed let's say enough to feed 10 people the amount that she ordered so that's just a little side note so anyway so you know we're, we're ordering the, the kebabs of course me you know, I'm in party mode. My my pockets were, were filled with money, okay? And I was just, you know. But even my doctor friend was like, he was the one in charge of He didn't even want us any part of me ordering anything. So he just kept ordering. He, first, he ordered like three platters. They came. It was, it was an assortment of chicken and beef and pork and, you know, and it looked all good and stuff. So... You know, and bear in mind, it was just four of us, you know. My cousin, she didn't even want the kebab. She ordered something else. I can't remember what it was. She and so, we, we, you know, we're eating, we're, we're eating the meat. We're trying to, you know, put it away between that and the beer. And we're dancing, going to the bar, you know, dancing. And so we went through the one kegger. And by then, you know, I, I, I was pretty full by then. You know, I... But I don't know where the order got mixed up. The waitresses kept bringing, <laughs> kept bringing more food. I'm sitting there looking at it like, okay, uh, this is okay. Now this is just waste at this point, right? <laughs> and um, and the kicker is, the icing on the cake was. We had started talking about making plans to start leaving and whatnot. Next thing we know, this one waitress brings another kegger, a full one. My man Doge was like, ah dang. Ah dang basically means why, like why. <laughs> but believe it or not, we drank it. I saw that thing, I'm like, there is no way. There is no way in hell we're going to be able to finish this. There is there's absolutely no way. But lo and behold, we kept drinking. I had stopped eating by then. We kept drinking. And before we knew it, that kegger was gone. <laughs> um, so that night was just incredible. I mean... And everybody that was there was just having a good time. I, I went to go use the bathroom. There was this kid came up in there. And apparently he was from uh, Jersey. And he had just, uh, well, I think he had only two more days left before leaving to come back to the state. And I told him, I, ironically, I, this was my second day. So 
Because I saw him earlier. He was just having a good time. Just dancing with every female in there. And uh, yeah, there were some uh, there were some Europeans in there. This one guy saw my doctor friend, and he just started talking to him like he had known him from Adam. There was two Europeans, two white guys in there. One of them, one of them was with this nice, slim, chocolate-looking honey man. I was like, man. But um. I heard through the grapevine that uh, you know a lot of prostitutes would 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 frequent that that joint too, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't be surprised. Usually, when you go to places of entertainment, uh, as soon as you start seeing Europeans, as soon as you start seeing white people, let me put it that way, white males especially, and you see them with black females, and the females are like, you know, natives of the country, of that country right there. You you know you if you're a betting man you can bet that um yeah something strange is being done in exchange for some change okay let's just put it that way but hey I ain't, I ain't knocking the hustle you know what I'm saying it ain't tricking if you got it or at least that's what they say or whatever to each their own so yeah that night was was incredible we had a, we had a, we had a blast we had. Um, you know, and it's funny. By the time we're leaving, my doctor friend was still there, <laughs> trying to pick up chicks. <laughs> I don't even remember what happened to the two women. That <laughs> I think, I think when we went there, when we got there, they were there, but they left after. A while. I don't even remember much of it. I think they left or something. But uh, my doctor friend was there, and he was like, "Okay, let's call it a night." Well, we told him that we were calling it a night and we were about to leave. And he was like, cool. He was gonna, you know, stay a little bit longer. So we left him there and we went back home to the hotel, uh, you know, to figure out what to do for the next day. So that was the second night uh, of me being there and what I did. Let's take a quick musical break. And let's see what I have in store for you when we come back. Don't go nowhere. Don't change that dial. It's your boy, Mr. James Carrington. I'll be right back. Hit it with the left. Hit it with the right. I'ma knock the pussy out. Fight, fight. I'm a rich nigga. I don't like a bitch nigga. Bitch, bitch, nigga. Broke nigga. I don't deal with you. No, no. All of my niggas official. My bitches, they scribbles. My niggas, they criminals. Trying to get to the Eminem. Your bitches are innocent. Why she's looking my children? I spend my ass and diamond dancing. Bitch, be going to build Nigga on the couch talking to all girls Bottles in the view while I stand on the sofa I don't speak your language, broken knees, I thought I told you These bitches, they be smoking no hookah, my nigga ballin' like voodoo Pull up in the double, like go scare your bitch, Freddy Krueger, flooded from Mueller Bro, niggas stand to the left My rich niggas stand to the right Little mama, she keep looking at me I'ma knock the pussy out like fight night Hit it with a left, hit it with a right I'ma knock the pussy out like fight night Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. And 
again. I just took a look at the clock and I realized I've been talking for about an hour, close to an hour and a half. So I'm just going to um, wrap this episode up and we're going to, you know, I'm going to make a new one to continue the series uh, so you guys don't get too bored. Okay. So stay tuned. Check back in a few days um, for the uh, for the next episode. And until then, be safe out there. I just wanna call it See how you going. I know you stressing on you. I know them times get hard. That's why I'm checking on you. It's yours truly, ma. I got a little message for you. Anything he can do, girl, I can do it better for you. Cause when we laugh and we cry, it's together. Through the rain and the stormiest weather We gon' still be as one It's forever, it's forever Won't you come on and go with me Come and go with me, Ooh, girl Come on over to my place Issues we're hitting at another time. We never had a problem getting it done. Disagreed upon a lot, my but the sex wasn't warm. And check it, I know you get excited. Still, we're not gonna run and bite it. Girl, we're frowning up and quit acting like you don't like it. I know you like it.
cries together Through the rain and the storm He is weather We gon' stay in His world is forever It's forever When we laugh and we cries together Through the rain and the storm He is weather We gon' stay in His world is forever It's forever Shorty, where you been? Where you been? Feels like a long time, long, long time Since I seen you Cause you make my life so convenient for me 